Look at all that sweet gear that you have back there. That stuff is oh, that's awesome. Thanks. Yeah, you got a nice some, back. Get some eye candy in the background. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some. I like it. I like it. What? All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead kind of get us going here. Um, so for everybody that doesn't know, this is our guest today. This is Jimbo Phillips. Um, Jimbo's the owner slash creator for Jimbo Phillips Graphics. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, he used to be the Santa Cruz skateboard artist. Um, did a lot of artwork for them. Done a ton of artwork just in the surfing and skateboarding scene um, out west. Uh, done stuff for the X Games, Do Tour, musicians like Blink-182, The Expendables, uh, Dirty Heads, and a whole lot of others. Um, Jimbo, I don't know if you kind of want to just continue, give, give everybody kind of a little quick background on yourself and, uh, you know, how you got started and everything. Um, go ahead. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been doing uh, graphic design and illustration since uh, I started in 89. Okay. Under the uh, under the teachings of my father, my yeah. dad did my dad did the, uh, all the original Santa Cruz skateboard art through the seventies. So cool. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I started after high school. I started working for him and kind of learned all the learned the um, techniques and whatnot. And then uh, worked for Santa Cruz skateboards back then for a couple years, and then kind of went on my own, started my own graphic art business. And then kind of came back to Santa Cruz in the early 2000s and started doing some more stuff for them. Nice. Yeah. Tough. It's been going good. That's awesome, man. Um, how have things been through, um, sorry, Kyle, how have things good. been through like COVID and, uh, you know, just this pandemic that we're kind of going through, everything's still going good on your side as far as business or, I mean. Yeah, things have been good. You know, I, uh, I have my home studio here, so. I don't have to commute anywhere or work in the office. So that, that definitely has its advantages as far as uh, social yeah. distancing and whatnot. Definitely. And definitely. then, and then with the internet, you know, uh, being able to speak with clients and uh, you know, email and send files and everything makes is really, uh, really amazing. You know, when I first started doing art in the eighties and nineties, it was more, uh, you know, really hands-on and you had to like personally deliver the artwork and you yeah. know, if, there, if anything happened to it, it was like life and death, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can't just throw it in, in some, some big box and give it to UPS and tell them to go over. I mean, and that's right. Even, right. Wow. Yeah. I, I remember it. having to drive, drive to San Francisco to deliver a file, you know, like it was due that's to crazy. Day. I had to like, yeah, I was going to say two even hours to get there. Yeah, even just like the digital, I feel like Gavin, you're probably referencing more like the product then, like the t-shirts and stuff like that for shipping and everything. Is that what you were kind of talking about? I feel like Jimbo, you're talking even just like the artwork itself, like now everything being digital, just sending it, you know, right the internet or whatever, but you actually had to take probably like a floppy disk or something, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> even when I, when I first started, it was before, uh, even before discs. So you had to deliver like an actual, like, piece of artwork you know yeah i was gonna yeah yeah like the the disc you know always like the big i had these big guy sidequest discs i think they were called yeah yeah. there are these really giant discs you had to like hand deliver them you know like if it was a deadline or something that's interesting (laughs) i'm not quite as 
I mean, familiar with all that, I guess. But like my dad, he's I think I told you before, like the first time we talked, he's he does a lot of graphic design, works for a sign company. Uh, oh, cool. Where we're from. But like he would talk about some of the stuff that he experienced, like back when he first started and everything, like being around my age or like your age when you like I, you guys are probably about the same age. Um, but he uh, he would talk about like the stuff in the sign industry specifically and all the stencils and shit that you'd have to use. <coughs> like now it's like laying everything out is really pretty much all digital and. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, sign painters had to really, you know, do everything by hand and really yeah. be. Uh, couldn't couldn't mess up you know right. you had to have somebody who was good at, at hand lettering and yeah no no undo button for that exactly no command. <laughs> <laughs> that's too fun it's crazy how far like we've come like as like technology and everything like it definitely is helping a lot more people you know being able to do what they love on a daily basis it's awesome yeah definitely yeah, so even, you've even been, been in, able to do a meeting like this is pretty cool, you know, like wouldn't have been able to do definitely. anything like this. So good to have this technology, I, I, especially when something like the COVID's going on, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep business rolling and, and, you know, everything else come along with it. That's, I couldn't agree more. It's awesome. Even, you know, I don't even, I don't live with my parents anymore and I'm, I'm fairly young so it's still cool to you know like you said just being able to do this and face-to-face interaction you know still kind of talk and the dogs in the background and you can hear them and everything it's kind of like you're still at home yeah for sure yeah that's great definitely um i had a quick question i know now you've been in graphic arts for 30 years um but what kind of, and I know you said that your father kind of helped you get in, get into business and was your teacher basically and your guidance, but did you, was it your father that kind of sparked your interest with art or like what, what first really drew your attention into or that first project where you're like, wow, I love this, like what I'm doing and like kind of not even a realization of it that you have a talent for it, but just something that you enjoy doing with you. Like when did you first learn that? Yeah, I mean, uh, well, my dad, like I said, was an illustrator, so um, he was always doing art and uh, working and stuff, so uh, yeah, art was something that just kind of was something to do when I was bored and didn't have other things to do, you know, and so (laughs) I would end up spending a lot of time uh, drawing, and and he was always drawing, so it was kind of, you know, it was definitely inspiring, and he had art around the house, and so I'd look at Oh, I want to draw that too, you know. And so, yeah. yeah. That's cool. But uh, early on, he would kind of like uh, warn me against becoming an artist, just because it was hard, you know, to uh, you know pay the bills and you know keep work going and stuff. And but uh, by the time I got out of high school, that was kind of like one of the things I was good at. And then there was opportunities, so I just kind of jumped on it, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. But uh, yeah, I was uh, even as a little kid, drawing was something I did all the time, just you know, out of sheer boredom or whatever, or, yeah. or just create creative <laughs> juices or you know, just, yeah, yeah, you know, just uh, it was something I always loved, and so it, it, it was. I didn't really plan on doing it as a career, but at the same time, it was like once once I realized that was what I wanted to do, I really kind of immersed myself into it and really just kind of went for it full blast 100 percent. you know yeah that's cool 
Jimbo, what do you feel like, uh, like, I don't know if there was maybe one specific job or like, maybe like, because I know you did like a bunch of work for Santa Cruz specifically and everything like early mm -hmm. on in your career. Um, is there anything specific that sticks out like early on when you were out of high school um, that was maybe to you kind of like your big break or like what, like when you kind of realized like, okay, this is going to be my path like for the rest of my life kind of thing or like anything like that? Uh, yeah, the, actually the first, my first paying job was a, uh, a skate comic book. My dad was kind of uh, art directing it and he was looking for artists and it paid like 50 bucks a page, I think. Nice. So I, I did four pages got 200 bucks for uh, having a fun time drawing this comic strip. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I ended up pouring like tons of hours into it and stuff. And yeah, but, uh, but just uh, doing something I liked and then getting paid at the end was a really cool feeling. And Rewarding. yeah, just kind of that, that inspired me to just like kind of realize I could do it on one hand and also just, um, seeing that the actual, it actually paid, you know, <laughs> hundred percent yeah yeah that's awesome cool so how old were you when that happened you said that was like yeah i was like uh i think i was about 18 or 19 19 wow. yeah really young that's awesome yeah that's awesome. um so you're kind of your your theme it's from scrolling through you know I've, I've been following you too for quite some time now on instagram uh, mm -hmm. and, and I was just scrolling through. You have a lot of eyeball themed, like stick it out, and it's so cool. It's so it's awesome. Um, if, you know, we could show, we could maybe show like uh, this is recorded, pre-recorded, obviously, so we can maybe implement some of them in in here. If obviously, if that's all right with you, just like as a picture, oh, yeah. the background, that'd yeah, be cool with you. Yeah, that's so yeah. Like, why? What? 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 What is it about the eyeballs that like drew your interest into it like so much? Like, you're you're very good at it, and talented, and it seems like a lot of your projects are kind of like that. Oh, thanks. Uh, I was always drawn to uh, kind of expressionist face, like the facial expressions. You know, I like okay. just yep. uh, how much you could tell just from a face. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether it was like anger or excitement or just this really like outrageous face. And I always liked them to just be kind of over the top and, you know, so the eyes bulging out kind of, kind of harks back to the old, like, uh, you know, those cartoons when the wolf sees the girl or whatever, and, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, you know and his eyeballs pop out. So yes, it's kind of just yeah, that, like, that, like, just over, like, overriding stoke where you're just like, ah, and your eyes just I know exactly. That's, that's yeah. so cool. So I just kind of, yeah, it's, it's kind of been a progression too, because uh, that was kind of what I like drawing. And then I would end up getting a lot of positive feedback and anytime I did yeah. draw that stuff. So between the good feedback and enjoying drawing that, it kind of just like fuels itself, you know, and more, more crazy eyeball drawings end up showing up. <laughs> That's so sweet though. It's, I was scrolling through. I mean, I went, you've been on Instagram for years now and like it's so cool like just all the different projects i was just pointing them out to oh, my lady cool. every day, pointing them out left and right like there's just so many it's so cool oh thanks yeah, man very, very neat yeah yeah i try and you know i try not to 
just repeat the same exact pattern all the time, try and like get creative with it, you know, and change it up a bit and do different elements and stuff, you know, but it definitely, there's definitely a recurring theme there. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, how do you kind of, I was kind of curious. I know like the first time we talked, I, I asked probably a decent bit of questions about like starting out your, your business and everything and getting going. Mm -hmm. on it. So try not to be like too repetitive with some of my questions, but uh, I was kind of curious. Cause like, when I look at like the way you're, you kind of run things, like it seems like you have like your, your line where it's like your personal projects, like you have your illustration. Like, I feel like this shirt I'm wearing was probably like something fun that you just decided you wanted to do. Yeah. Sell it on. So like, this is kind of like where I've been trying to approach things as well. Like I have like certain designs that I'll do and then I try to put them on shirts to sell for just, that's like my pleasure kind of thing, but also still trying to monetize it. But then you've yeah. got the other side of the business where it's all requested things, whether it's design work or like I'm doing a little bit of t-shirt orders, um, just like one color stuff lately. Uh, uh -huh. But just kind of like balancing the two. And I know we talked about like how like you can kind of use other projects as your escape when you get like a creative block or whatever. But do you... I mean, do you have any like tidbits or points or, or tips or anything for like really balancing, like figuring out what's like your priority? Because like if I feel like in some cases, obviously you got to hit your deadlines for your customers, whatever they've requested or whatever. And you had your quotes done and everything like you got to hit your deadlines. But then right. like sometimes like looking at certain things, it's like, dang, like I'm messing around with this project for so long and like you have something else like in your back pocket that you know is going to sell right away but it's more of just like you know maybe like a personal thing or whatever I yeah mean, any or do you have anybody who maybe like helps out just with like your scheduling in general to kind of keep you like straight on like when you're working on certain things or do you just kind of like do it based on you know i mean i definitely have like a list you know, of yeah. clients and I try and uh, prioritize them as far as uh, when they need it, you know, who's, who's paid a deposit and uh, you know, those kind of things. And then also I have my personal projects, like you said, where I'm, you know, those are more for fun and just expanding my own <coughs> brand and, and identity like, just like the pizza skull or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you know sometimes I'll I'll slip them in you know in between projects just to kind of keep the creative juices flowing. Gotcha. But you know sometimes it's hard when uh, you know people you know there's deadlines you got to meet or people just uh, need need their art for whatever reason you know and yeah you know or you've left you've they've been waiting you know you feel like oh man right. I got to get it's this guy's thing done yeah yeah. yeah. So I try and stay on a good schedule and, uh, and, you know, knock things off the list according to time and, and money, you know? Yeah. But it can be, it can be tricky definitely because, you know, art's very time consuming. It can take a lot longer than you, you know, you're like, Oh, this is going to take me a two days and then you end up spending a week on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the person you said, you know, that was next, they're like a whole week after that and then yeah everything starts falling further yeah so i always try and give like a 
you know, try and get extra time when taking on a project. Like, oh, I need it in two weeks. And they'll be like, well, how about four? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's what uh, I have a, another kind of sort of mentor who I like had an internship with. He's been helping me out with a couple of things on like just the business end of everything. And he said yeah. the same thing. He was like, whenever you quote it out, literally basically just like add you know a couple hours at least but in an art terms like maybe a couple days onto the the quote or whatever just to yeah make sure because just you get one thing back and they want one change and it becomes two changes that take like you know six hours of your debt you know what i mean and it's like just little things yeah and when uh when you're like um quoting jobs too it's good to you got to kind of think of the money side of things too, as far as um, adding, you know, a little extra in for things like that, that, you know, changes or just uh, unforeseen time, yes. you know, that, that you didn't like you, you know, you're sitting at, in bed thinking about it later on or something. Yeah, like, that's, that's not time you're getting paid for. So yeah, if you, add a, if you add a little extra on for that, then it kind of covers that time and stuff, you know? Yeah. Because it becomes very, for me, it becomes very, uh, it kind of consumes my thoughts. And so, like, if I, yeah. when I get into a project and then I'll find myself thinking about it when I'm, like, not even drawing, you know, I'm just. Yeah. Like, yeah. So. <laughs> like doing research to find, like, more, yeah, reference pictures or whatever. Little things that you don't really consider maybe time that you're working on the project, but you're still, because yeah. you're trying to figure out different aspects of it and everything, that's that's part of the development of the final piece, really. I mean, exactly. Yeah, you have to do uh, research. You have to, you know, yeah. if they want a certain thing, you have to make sure how that looks so it's correct and everything. And Yeah, so there's there's a lot of extra time that goes into it that people don't realize, you know. They're like, oh, you just draw a picture and it's done, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. But especially, you know, digital, it becomes a process, too. You got to get in the computer. You got to you know, sometimes vectorize it or, you know, in different stages of, you know, the, the art, you know, moves along these different stages. Uh, even even once you've inked it completely, there's still a lot you have to do to get it to a so final a graphic. Piece, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've been working That's interesting more. interesting that you guys are. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Jimbo, go ahead. I was just saying, uh, I've been working a little more digitally just to for time's sake you know to kind of keep uh but i i still like to draw on paper so yeah. it's a hard habit to break but i remember that's something we talked about in the last conversation because i asked you about like the blue pencil method and mm -hmm. how i like to draw and everything mm -hmm. but like i feel like i'm sometimes behind with that because like most of my like kids that i went to to school with in class and everything like they go right to digital, you know, a lot of them weren't yeah. into the drawing side of it. So I think, I think that's part of it. I think when you actually enjoy drawing and like, like, I mean, that's what, that's the whole reason I got into design in general. Like, otherwise I probably would have been a fine art major. Right. Um, but something about the, the, the paper and the, the tactical end of it, being able to like touch and feel kind of like what you're working on, I think is there's an, there's a, something about it i guess i don't know exactly what it is but i don't know yeah i like i like the di digital for me is great for like going in and like really detailing things yeah. but like for overall composition 
I feel a lot more comfortable with paper just because I kind of have this rhythm of like drawing and then stepping back and holding it. You know, you hold it kind of at arm's length and looked at it. And, yeah. and uh, I don't know, for some reason, I've tried to um, just ink straight to digital and I always end up going like, ah, forget this. And I go back to my paper just because, yeah. yeah, I have a, a, some kind of rhythm. I'm not even sure what that, what I'm missing, but it's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely more comfortable and feels more flowing. Yeah. I feel that. I think, mm -hmm. I think me in particular to like, I don't, I don't, I don't really see obviously a lot of your like early stage sketches, but you might be the same way, but I feel like you probably have a finer hand just in general, just because of your experience than I do. But my stuff, like, I'm sketchy all over the place. Like when, especially when I first start a project, trying to figure out the layout and everything, like I'll have uh, yeah. flying all over the place. And then once I kind of finalize that, I'll go to like the light board or whatever. And, you know, do like a more crisp, you know, version with, you know, either the blue pencil or like just a sketch and then ink it or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I tend to get pretty uh, squirrely with my sketches too. Just kind of, you know, when you're trying to find the lines, you know, you just, yeah. Yeah. there's lines all over the place and then you finally zero in on, okay, this is the area where it should be, you know, but uh, I usually kind of, um, before I go to ink, I like to keep the sketch kind of loose because then it leaves a lot of uh, the final interpretation to the ink, you know? Say, yeah, see, because I've noticed there's times, I feel like, are you saying if you trace almost too closely to something, you f it, you'll almost mess it up in the font? Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that too. Like, I feel like I'll get like almost a, a version of it where it's like my final sketch or second to last sketch. And I'm like, okay, this is the one. And then I go to try to ink over top and I'm like, this doesn't look right. Like it's not. And then I'll end up sometimes just trying to tweak that sketch digitally because I like that version way better. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that too where you if you kind of get it to a stage where you could overwork it, you know, like it, you almost like redraw it too many times, you know? So it's kind of finding that balance between the sketch and then the final piece that you want to render, you know? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I see like, I see artists all uh, show sketches and the sketch looks like an ink. It's like so refined and like every little detail is in there. And I usually never, <laughs> do sketches like that unless i want to like save the sketch itself but i always save the little details for the inking you know yeah for sure it's interesting yeah but i mean everyone has different techniques and different ways they do things you know that's just how i like to do it yeah um jimbo um who was who was is there ever a time um like the 30 years that you've been doing art where you you got a project for somebody and you were like hell yeah i get to do this project for like this person or this group or company or something like was there ever a time where you're like super pumped oh yeah all the time I still really? get those jobs. yeah yeah that's definitely. awesome yeah, yeah i'm always cool. i always you know it's always fun to uh tap into like a new company or a band okay. or you know that you like or something yeah. that you've uh you're already kind of in tune with or you already enjoy and then and then you end up getting to work with them you know so that's always yeah. fun that's so i cool. did a job uh for this band called death angel and uh, okay. i've been listening to them since probably the late 80s early 90s or so and uh yeah 
you know, I've always liked them. And then uh, somehow came together where I was able to do a design for them. And so th that was like, you know, kind of just a really cool feeling to kind of get it, see it on, on the final shirt with yeah. a band, band name on there. Oh, and everything. that was probably so cool. That was yeah. probably so sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I still get That's excited cool. about stuff like that. That's cool, yeah. That's it's part, part of what uh, part of what keeps me motivated kind of too, just being able to tap into, you know, things that are part of what you like as well, you know? Yeah. Kind of that crossover of, you know, interests. Now, other side, uh, the other side of that, do you do you often get projects where like you know nothing about, or will you accept? Where you even accept like projects where you don't really know anything about, and you really got to start from from the bottom and do your research, and you know, look into you know if this is even somebody that you'd like to do a project for almost. Is there yeah, kind of um, I still get I get those sometimes. Um, it seems like I used to get them a lot more when I was younger because I would just like was so hungry I'd take on any project yeah. and then sometimes I I'd realize oh, this is not really my cup of tea but you know it's a job oh. so I'd take it but um, yeah. lately I've been getting more I think more as my art's gotten established as like a look then people kind of know what they want from me so they're yeah they kind of tap into that and be like oh we like this we want something similar you know you kind of uh, built your target audience up over over time and now that's kind of yeah the platform. yeah but some it's you know it can also be good to work outside your comfort zone as well and do something that's maybe not what you would normally do and okay. you know sometimes it comes out really cool and you're uh you're kind of surprised that you were able to you know render something that was just not your usual bag of tricks you know yeah yeah definitely the, that can that can be really good to uh expand your skills and uh your portfolio as well you know that's interesting i'm kind of curious going off that because i had a, another note for a question this i feel like kind of fits well here um so have you and I, i'm guessing based on what you just said and just knowing who you are and and i mean kind of already having that idea like you have like your established look already like i've i've known for years that's why i've been a fan of you um so i feel like you probably don't have to anymore but when you were maybe in your early 20s or like just starting out with all this stuff do you feel mm -hmm. like when you got into those projects i mean you kind of answered it like you well so how much like do you feel like you've ever kind of had to almost completely get out of your rent like i don't know i guess not what i'm you kind yeah, of yeah do something do something that's do, like totally that's completely not your thing but like yeah i don't know like is do you think it's it's worth even like f focusing on those those projects really or do you think like maybe it's better if you're really trying to establish that look and you know like that's you know what you're best at and everything maybe just to kind of like maybe recommend another artist or something like that um oh, wow yeah. yeah yeah i mean the it's always good to kind of uh think about what kind of work you want to do and if it is you know before you take it on is you know is this something that i i, I really want to do or is this something you know that I'm just taking on so it's always good to have i think a little some interest in it or some kind of um 
something that kind of inspires you a little bit, you know? So like I did this, um, this guy wanted like an, a piece of a, um, it was like a valve basically that he had created and he wanted a, a, a drawing of the valve. And it was like this real intricate, like uh, almost like a mechanical drawing of it. Yeah. yeah. But he wanted like a book drawing cut, thing. cut view. Yeah. And it was, uh, I remember it, be, it being really challenging and hard. And, but when it, when I finished it, it, it was kind of cool just cause it was so something I would never do. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I think I learned a lot, you know, doing it. So things like that can help you uh, grow yeah. as an artist, you know? Yeah. Or so even just your technical. Yeah. So you think, yeah. I think in some cases it's better maybe take them, focus on like the growing aspect of it, but maybe don't focus on that. If you get like six people asking you for something that's like just completely not you and you got like 10 other people wanting something that's like right up your alley or fairly close, then maybe just focus on those other 10 and, and getting more jobs of, you know, things. Yeah. Like yeah. Definitely good to, if you have jobs that are uh, in your uh, wheelhouse and what you're uh, excited about, and then you had one that maybe wasn't so much, may, yeah, stick with the ones that uh, that get you stoked, you know, and yeah. that, that you're looking forward to working on. 100%. It, you know, it's always a balance, you know, especially if you're doing it for a living to make money and stuff. It's, you know, you have to, uh, if you have work, then, you know, but sometimes you need the work and, yeah, yeah. you know, if you don't have any jobs at the moment, you know, it's, you know, Gotta get it can be good. Yeah. Jimbo, when do you, when do you know that you're finished a project? Like I, the way that my brain thinks it's like for sports, I mean, there's, I'm a huge sports guy. There's, so there's seasons and then even Demi and the downs there's games. So there's a, there's a clock. So football, you play, 60 minutes and and that and then you're done that's the final score is the final score but are you're working on a project it's like it's just you yourself and then obviously your your client but like when you really know like you're you're finished you're like all right i feel good about it like i'm it's it's ready like when how do you how do you know that yeah that that can be hard sometimes uh because there there always seems to be little adjustments you can make and Um, little just tweaks and stuff so yeah you have to know when to walk away i've gotten a lot better at it just over doing over time doing so many projects but i remember uh i remember it being harder in the beginning just kind of trying to figure out when it was done you end up you could spend just like tons of time on it and then you know maybe it's stuff people don't even appreciate or see you know you're like in there just yeah even realize or but yeah, and then you zoom out and you're like, oh, wow, that, you can't even see what I just did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it can be a balance. But uh, over time, you kind of get a feel of when it's uh, when it all comes together. And it's always good to stay in touch with your client you're working with and show them and, you know, see what kind of feedback they give you. And, you know, if they get excited about it, then you're like, okay, it's coming together, you know, and mm-hmm. just, I always, uh, I have certain things about my art that I, if I see it later and it, I didn't fix that part, I'll get bummed. So I always have to go in and fix these little things that probably no one sees, but 
uh, I see them. Yeah. yeah. So, and they bother me, so I have to, like, <laughs> <them>. <laughs> I had this one thing I did with some, like, alien head for a, a competition. Um, and it was, like, I post – I never even reposted the final, final version, but it was one final thing. It was, like, something with the color of the highlights on the eyes that didn't look right, and I went in and changed it just to, like – you know satisfy my ocd and right realistically like nobody else probably will notice that difference if they see yeah you know what i mean side by side or whatever you have any dad my dad used to tell me that uh like the last like i I can't remember the actual like percentage or whatever but he was like the last you know the a lot of the stuff you do is for other artists you know like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> because the average person won't see, won't see the, the yeah. little details, but there's going to be some artist that like goes in and looks <laughs> yeah. really close. Right. And so you got to like do the things that pleases the artist as well, you know? Yeah. Those are some wise words. <laughs> yeah. Similar, like a similar thing. Like my dad said one time when I was really young, I was all bent out of shape about this drawing I did. And he was like, you're the only person who sees that issue, right? Like it was one little yeah. thing I was pointing out. And I kept dwelling over it. He was like, trust, like, I don't even, he was like saying he didn't even, which he probably did because he's got a better eye than I, but (laughs) I was, I was like so bent out of shape and he was like, trust me, son, you'll, you'll learn like some of these things aren't worth dwelling over because you're like the, you know, one of the few people who are really paying attention to that because you spent time creating the whole thing, you know what I mean? So it's interesting. Yeah, it can be hard too, because you spend, you know, you spend like, 10 hours or whatever 24 hours you know 30 hours you know who knows how much you spend so much time fine-tuning and creating and all this stuff Uh, and then you show it to somebody and they look at it for like one second you know right yeah you know you're like look at this thing i spent 30 hours on they're like oh that's cool (laughs) you know (laughs) (laughs) you're like really that's that's, That's all the time you're giving it? <laughs> yeah, a three-second reaction. <laughs> yeah. Man. I mean, people are We're so up. used to just, like, <clears throat> scrolling through Instagram, you know, and, like, yeah. next image, yeah. next image, next, next, you know? It's like, yeah. Damn. Short attention spans. Yeah. It's a popular thing now. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, but there there yeah. are, I think, you know, there are people that really like to get in there and look at all the nuts and bolts of artwork as well, you know? And so you kind of do it for them. Yeah. You know, Definitely. It would really and, and yourself, you know, because that's, that's how I grew up. I always like to like look at all the little details and everything in the art. So that's, I always think, you know, about that stuff and definitely spend time to get it right. You know, for sure, man. hundred percent. Yeah. Well, I'd uh I'd love to keep chatting with you. Um unfortunately we're down it's like at the last two minutes of the the timer for this thing. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, man, we really appreciate you getting on here with us. Um if you don't mind, yeah. might hit you up in the future for another conversation. Maybe we'll talk some random stuff or something, some other Yeah, anytime have or something like that. But yeah, man, we really yeah, sounds great. You, so yeah, let me know when Jim it's up, up and I'll uh, I'll help share it with everybody. Yes, sir. Oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank, we we sure. appreciate that. Is, is your real name Jimbo? I gotta ask. Uh, my real name's James. My dad, my dad is James as well. 
So okay, uh, then it's okay. Yeah, yeah so people would call and like, is Jim there? And they'd be like, which one do you want? You know, and I was like Jim <laughs> Jr. or Jimmy, you know, and then and then all my friends uh, were all like skaters and surfers and stuff, and they'd just yeah. be like, Jimbo, what's up? And, <laughs> yeah, Jimbo, I like it. Yeah, I like it. and so I just awesome. stuck. So I yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome hey well thank you so much jimbo honestly appreciate you taking time out of your business schedule to hop on here with us we we greatly appreciate it yeah for sure i just want to say uh you can follow me on instagram at jimbo phillips and keep up on all the art happenings and whatnot so yeah thanks for uh talking you guys 100%. definitely we'll definitely put that in here too appreciate you jimbo thank you all right awesome appreciate you guys too Hey, brother take care all right, take care take have care. a good one you too <laughs> 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 <laughs>